Hello and welcome to Ahead of the Eight Ball. We all know that cricket is the coolest thing in the world, but we're all weird little people that sit in our bedrooms listening to and, even worse, making podcasts about the great game. However, some of the coolest people on the planet, your lesser sports stars, your rock stars and your movie stars declaring their love for our sport. And when that happens and they're spotted in the crowd, the commentators love to tell us how he or she loves their cricket. To discuss this, as ever, I'm joined by my big brother, David, and there's too much going on at the moment in cricket, which we will get on to later for anyone else to join us. Hello, David. How are you? Hello, Mick. I'm good. Thank you. Good. Sound a lot. Sound a lot richer. A lot more, lot more better on that new microphone you've got. There. Yeah, I've got a new microphone. Yeah. Spending all our podcast winnings. We haven't had any. Absolutely not. Cost me a fuckloads. Anyway, <coughs> do you want, you've got some... Um, even though we're only four episodes in, this is episode five, all of the stuff we're talking about is is happening. Yeah, there's lots of stuff happening, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, there's loads um, of cricket going on at the moment, which sort of helps where there wasn't before. Yeah, uh, and things that keep coming up um, vis-a-vis stuff we've talked about. <laughs> Ap- yeah. Apropos previous yeah. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, spirit of cricket, that's always there. Yeah, it's just a constant. Getting on my tits in the background. Uh, Not going to talk about that. It's too annoying. Um, Although Miller, who talked about that with us, um, for those who don't know, and people listening to this podcast who don't know, that'll be zero people. um, He's uh, very involved in the CPL, who are now killing cricket themselves. Yeah. With the 660, which is its correct name, and is what we should always refer to it as. which is, what, what's, what's your favourite bit of it? Well, there's a tremendously exciting amount of nonsense <laughs> in the um, But I think I speak for all right-thinking cricket fans when I say that clearly the best bit is fans voting for yeah. a mystery free hit via an app or website. But yeah, the 660 is going to be a, a tremendous tournament, a tremendous amount of fun, and I'm never going to get bored of calling it the 660 either, yeah. um, even if everyone else quickly and correctly does. That wasn't even what we were going to talk about before we got onto um, onto the main issue. Other other bits of business we've got to cover off is obviously we talked about fourth innings run chases and about how lists of fourth innings run chases are inherently self limiting and miss key information. Uh, your friend of mine, Tom Evans, spoke very well about all that, and then. Thank you, Trent Bridge, for yeah. setting up a pretty much perfect example of how a record-breaking fourth innings run chase need not be. It wasn't the highest fourth innings ever made at Trent Bridge, and England did it spinning on their cocks with 20 overs to spare, could yeah. have chased another 100 runs if they'd had to, yeah. even Go though they it. only had a time over for the last to do it. However yeah. many, the last session, essentially, wasn't it? So that was excellent. Thank you, Cricket, yeah, for that, that one. Um, a lot of people, weirdly, didn't seem to think that tying in neatly with our podcast was the most interesting thing about that final day at Trent Bridge. Um, some people are idiots, though. So, some people are just weird. I don't, I don't know how you could have enjoyed any other element of that more than, yeah. than its, its pertinence to us. Uh, but, you know, to each their own. Another bit of business we need to cover, obviously, we've discussed... The deserving of a hundred, um, by extension, you know, our, the whole argument there is we get very excited about round numbers in cricket, 
isn't that silly? There's no point getting excited about round numbers. It's just a number. It doesn't mean anything. But uh, England are so close to getting 500 in one day cricket. And it really, really, really matters to me yeah. that A, England get to 500 in a 50-over game. And B, they do it before anyone else. And also with the deserved England, 500. England deserve well. a 500. Yeah, England deserve a 500. And going back to what we were talking about with Dan Libke about Shane Warne deserving 100. There was a mercy call from an umpire for uh, an overweight height. Yeah, um, I think it was Livingston because he because he smashed it for four or six. Uh, they, I bet they looked at each other and went, "Don't bother." Yeah, and then that it was would a real tight one, but it probably was a no ball. And I think that the the was it the penultimate over or the third from last went went for like seven or something. The 49th over, and I can't remember who bowled it now, which is embarrassing. We should probably look that up. Um, was brilliant. It was a genuinely yeah. brilliant over. Butler and Livingston were obviously going, and it went for like seven. Yeah, a few every ball was and a two. right yeah. up there. It was like five ones and a two at a point when Livingston and Butler were putting everything into the hospitality tents. Yeah. Um, another brilliant thing about that series was England smashing about a million sixes, um, but the two broken windows both being Dutch lads. Yeah, all for that. I enjoyed the way. Um... I think it was the first one. Was it Max O'Dowd went and went and signed, signed it, it, knowing full well that that will be replaced <laughs> very yeah. shortly. It might not be. There's not a lot of money in the associate cricket world. Um, it looked like, it's like a, a bank scene now. It looked like a good old do out there though, didn't it? Every, it looked, lots yeah. of lots of laughter. I was just watching James Vince at whack a hundred and twenty odd. Your James Vinces. Your James Vinces. Please call him by his name. Sorry, I did, I did one of them in the intro, which I was pleased with. Too long, yeah. though. Anyway, um, the trumpet player at Somerset pisses all over England's trumpeter. <laughs> Can he hold a chip? Because, like, I, feel I don't like know what it, it is. It's got a got, little vibrato, like, in it. Got a little, I, I feel like the, the old trumpet player at the bottom, I didn't like that he was there but I always thought at least he can play the trumpet quite well and this new trumpeter that they have I speaking as an ignoramus on the subject of trumpets and trumpeting I feel like he's not as good as a trumpeter um and yeah, I'd agree with that more annoying uh, I really liked Lawrence Booth's tweet about it being lovely to hear the Barmy Army singing the national anthem in a part of the world where they can't sing God Save Your Gracious Queen. That does always do in my head when people really emphasise that, that whenever we play Aussie and it's like, long to reign over you. Like it's some sort of... It's like, like we haven't been had for... Yeah. It's the <laughs> biggest cell phone. It's like, at some point, does the penny not drop when you're singing that? Like, oh, hang on. Yeah. But... Apparently not. Um, um, do you know who's uh, I've really, really, re I've enjoyed him for years, but um, Mark Butcher's commentary is he's fast becoming my favorite. Yeah, Mark Butcher's brilliant. He did one thing in the in the, the 498 when Butler and Livingston, when, you know, Livingston was like 30 off seven or something, and he hit the, <laughs> hit, the, 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 the hit a six, and he just went. Lord have mercy, throw <laughs> it back. And I, I just because it, it, it perfectly encapsulated the, you know, what are we witnessing here? But also, oh, it's got, it's got to go again. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. you just did an accidental punting. 
Um, Because, again, we've seen that again today, obviously, the Headingley 2019. And I think I've watched the final hour of that in full about 400 times now in my life. And with all due respect to every other element of it and person involved in it, I think that perhaps my favourite bit about it now might be the way it reduces one of the toughest cricketers of the age and one of the great thinkers of cricket (laughs) and Ricky Ponting to just repeatedly going, wowee, (laughs) what what kind of thing are we witnessing? It's the (laughs) wowee. Yeah. Like, I remember. I that's remember. not a noise he he made once during his playing career. A story playing <laughs> career. <laughs> I remember watching that with with my girlfriend Danny, and I was explaining. So she she doesn't know much about cricket, but I was explaining like we need to get we need loads, and she was oh will it be over soon? What Little known fact: uh, Jack Leach only got one of them, just one not out. He was one not out, which is not many at all, is it? Uh, and Danny said, as it got closer, what are we witnessing? And I laughed at it because it was a weird thing to say. And then Ricky Ponting said it. So I remember I remember enjoying that. Did she do the, the wowie? No wowie. No wowie. The wowie is key. Yeah. And without the wowie, it's just an observation. Um, also, watching it today, in my head, I knew it was bad. But the review that they that the, went for from the, Pat the Cummings. Leech, the Leech uh, LBW that's... Yeah. Like I, I don't think I don't think it's even hitting leg stump, is it? It's not only pitched outside leg; it's missing leg. Yeah. Um, just to panic quite comfortably. Yeah. It's like ah, oh, well, we probably won't get another chance. Um, I still think though that them taking that mad review spared one of the great injustices because Hawkeye is off its tits with the Ben Stokes one. Yeah. And if that had been overturned. Because it misses the first, I would still maintain it misses the initial contact. So it has the ball swinging mm. <laughs> because the only way it can get the ball from where it hits him to where it thinks it hits him is it has Hawkeye's putting some swing on it, which swings it back in to hit middle and leg when it's never. Um, We've nearly got through all the stuff before we can actually get to today's episode. It's good that you did your intro about 15 minutes ago on on today's subject matter. Um, But there are still a couple of other important things. Um, The latest Fab Four update, as I think we're all endlessly fascinated by arguing about who is best out of Smith, Root, Coley and Williamson. Um, Big, big big tick for Joe Root. Big, big cross against Virat Coley because... Virat Kohli tried at Leicester in the tour game today to make Twice. his bat stand up at the non-striker's end like Joe Root, the magic man, can. <laughs> uh, Virat Kohli cannot make his bats stand up at the non-striker's end under their own steam. Ergo, Joe Root is better than Virat Kohli. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway. Well, he's scored more hundreds in the last two weeks than Virat Kohli has in the last three years. But that's, you know, that's not for me to say, is it? Hundreds don't matter because it's round numbers, meaningless. Um, And then the last uh, thing we need to discuss, and this might segue into a little impression here for you, Mick, is on Stephen Merchant vehicle, the Outlaws, which I believe all episodes now available on BBC iPlayer. That's true. Interested. Season two just, um, just out. Season two just dropped, as I believe. 
they say these days um, on their uh, Christopher Walken, Christopher uses, Walken. Co- correct correctly uses behind the eight ball. He says behind the eight ball. Yeah. In and and crucially, he's Christopher Walken yeah. saying behind the eight ball. We're behind um, the eight ball here, guys. Come on. I mean, we're not going to go any. We need a drug deal, okay? So yeah. Um, so, we, and, so, so we are going to have to try and acquire the rights from the BBC to that clip so that we can use it in every episode forever. Yeah, and it is it's true. They are they are up against it, and he says we're behind the eight ball here, which is correct. No, there was no relative position to the eight ball involved. Uh, there is another bit I'm just going to say because it it kills me every time. But there's a bit no spoilers. There's a bit where he um, pretends to be a gangster and calls Stephen Merchant's character high pockets because he's really tall. And it makes me laugh every time he says it. Can you say it again for us in the voice of Christopher Walken? Hi, pockets. Maybe a god tall man, long, slender. There, yeah. That, that's probably enough t- of that. So that. It's a tough one. It's a tough one to do that, to be honest. <sighs> that is a self-indulgent 20 minutes in bar standards, isn't it? Um, Amash, sh- should, um, should we start talking about um, people who like cricket then? Yeah. Uh, let's start on the actual subject, the actual uh, business of the day, which is um, now predominantly the phrase is loves his cricket. Yeah. Which a commentator will say by something approaching law when any famous non-cricketing person is spotted in the crowd at a cricket match. Um there are very, very few rules about who qualifies for a loves his cricket. Obviously, loves her cricket, loves their cricket. Whatever pronouns people want, that's up to them. And you know, we get we get behind that. But it's still mainly blokes, isn't it? Yeah. Who like cricket. Yeah. Um, women are allowed though. Are allowed. Love love the women cricket. They come along. You know, as long as they keep reasonably quiet. And, yeah. Only go to the hundred because you can take the children can, there as well, and, and they can follow it, mate. They can understand. <laughs> they can understand the completely changing because <laughs> it, it's nice, easy numbers, no difficult round numbers. numbers. Yeah, um, they can understand that, and you know, as long as they maybe just you know keep their opinions to themselves, we 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 jest, we jest, um, but it's I. I and also that like the main person I can think of for loves her cricket who you might get at the crowd is is Theresa May and she's fucking awful. Yeah. Lily Allen's quite often there. Lily Allen loves her cricket. Yeah. She does love her cricket. Um that's a better one, isn't it? Yeah, much better. Um so but it's mainly I think we would agree that the the leaders in the field are maybe that will change. Maybe that will change in the years ahead. But for now, I think we are looking a male-dominated field in the world of loves his cricket. Um, they, as you noted in in the, in the intro, they can come from other lesser sports: your, your footballs, your rugby's, uh, your golf's, the snookers of this world. Um, they can come from the various fields of entertainment: uh, pop stars. There's a lot of a lot of pop stars and, and rockers who love their cricket. Yeah. Uh, Jagger's well, probably yeah. Jagger is. I mean, we'll we've got what I think is is we'll come to a, a definitive top five of okay. those who, who love their cricket, and from other fields of uh, of entertainment, uh, television, uh, the arts, and also from politics and and the news. Yeah, former conservative prime ministers, 
feature mm. highly, John Major. Tories liking cricket. It's, it's I know. Really, who'd have thought it? Um, it turns out a lot of them do. David um, Cameron probably pretends to. He would he meant to hockey. And then, <laughs> and then he'd forget which which team uh which team he supports. That was class. Still funny. Uh, yeah, still funny. He said Southern Brave. He's a London spirit <laughs> man. <laughs> he <laughs> so they got them mixed up. Uh sat with his trotters up. Anyway, He's doing what with his trotters? He sat, sat with his trotters up, isn't he? Not making them clap. No. <laughs> <laughs> Does Danny Dyer love his cricket? That's unconfirmed. I don't have that information. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he does. I've never bore witness to him, me being told. Yeah, I think he, I mean, he loves his football. I think he loves his cricket. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't planning on bringing Danny Dyer up, so I've not looked into that. Shall we move on? Yeah. I don't think it's worth this. He's descended from royalty, so he might. You know, that, that makes him a tar. The only thing I can find from Danny Dyer in cricket is Danny Dyer is in hot water. He's in hot water for flicking a V sign as he posed with some school children flying out of Britain. The soap star was mobbed by the young fans about to embark on a school cricket tour when they landed at Cape Town International Airport. That's, that's the only thing I can find. Yeah, so that suggests hates his cricket. He was swearing yeah. at cricket. Yeah. So that's a shame. Anyway. Yes. Loves his cricket. So it will follow a fairly set path. It will come often at Lords. Yeah. Not exclusively at Lords, but very often at Lords. That tends to be where the loves his cricket crowd are. To be fair, the densest population of loves their crickets can be found at Lords, uh, and it will come through in a little lull in play. There's not yeah. a huge amount happening. There's probably Daryl Mitchell and Tom Blundell are batting. Yeah. Uh, uh, Attritional. As they always seem to be. I, I'm sure those two have been batting for about three quarters of this series that New Zealand yeah. are inexplicably still losing 2-0. <laughs> um, but they'll yeah. be bowling. The, the new ball is probably about 25 overs away. Some worthy English seamer is plugging away at not 81 miles an hour. Um, very little's happening. There's a little lull in play. The scoring rate is about 2.3 and over. One of the cameramen has been told to yeah. identify. Yeah. Have a look Have a look up in the box and see if there's anyone up there. In the crowd, it might be someone who's drunk and is falling over. Again, not at Lord's. Better class of drunk at Lord's. Yeah, they, do, they just void their... Um, popping the corks into onto the, the field, field of play. Which, field you know, of play. It's fine, because it's fine. Which is worse than anything... Happens in the Western Terrace. On Absolutely. the Western Terrace or the Hollies, but it's it's better class of criminal. They're fine. Um, they'll identify the person, they'll find them there, and it will be it'll be Mick Jagger, or it'll be Stephen Fry, or it, or it might be Sir Trevor McDonald, it might be Sir John Major. I think they are the main ones. Michael Parkinson. Michael Parkinson, of course, Michael Parkinson, or any one of a million other people, because actually cricket is quite popular, and I'll come to 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 this is a big part of it. But what happens is uh, there'll be a little chuckle. It comes to <laughs> Then they'll say who it is. They'll say who it is. And it's said, uh, Michael Parkinson there. Or whoever uh, the, the, the famous person. Loves his cricket. 
loves his cricket. They they share an anecdote of some time that they've spent together. Yeah. Probably and um, after dinner. And then depending on the person, if the person who loves their cricket was good at cricket. I don't think then if even if they played for their school or they've talked yeah. about it. Handy player in his own right, by all accounts, yeah. is the next element of this. And because because uh, it's because there's often repeat offenders, I feel like that that it will be the third time that someone's told me that Michael Parkinson used to open the baton with Dickie Bird or whatever. Yeah, you know, that say, sort of the, stuff. the other thing is then is if they've got any kind of connection to actual famous cricket people. Yeah, that's where you go. The, this is where you get the the, the Neville brothers. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say with their. Don't often to... see them at the game, but I feel like talking of loves the cricket. Yeah. will often bring film. That happened Andrew in the Flint, of course for for Lancashire twos, Phil Neville's um, and Phil Neville's. The Phil Neville's. <laughs> you Phil Neville's is because um, Mark Taylor played for Green. Can't remember what it is that team Matthew in Lancashire. Hayden. No, Mark Taylor played there, and he was talking about it a few years before Hayden. Oh, right. and he was talking about the Neville's at on the the first. Test match of the New Zealand series. Your Neville's is. is. Your Neville's is. Because he said he, I got, got picked up by Neville Neville. And that always <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> Neville Neville said in the voice of Mark Taylor is even yeah. more satisfying than it's in other good, voices. That, that's a, to go back to you talk about uh, Mark Butcher's lovely commentary and what was a very good commentary team, actually, in that Netherlands series. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed a lot of that commentary. I like Niall O'Brien. So do I. I he's feel the most enthusiastic he's man. So excited, and then it gets to a point, and then he says to score eighty-two for three. I tell you what, he loves his cricket. He fucking does love his cricket. He, he's in, he's no, and he knows everything. Yeah, you know, he was talk, uh, talking about like really, and that's one thing that you can often. It's quite lazy, I think, for jobs for the boys type thing mm. where where people go in they don't follow cricket enough to keep up with what's going on all and these tournaments and they just wing it with uh anecdotes and and a bit of yeah and, and a no bit one of chat about english name because, no yeah no because they play for england a famous person yeah i get the impression that behind the excitable sort of cheeky chap person yeah. that there's actually a lot of work goes into it yeah with definitely I've, i thought peter boron was a Oh, I, love, I, love, I love him as well. I mean, that's one of the great men. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. But also, I thought when they had the Mark Taylor over um, for the first test, because it was the Shane Warne test, that's why he was there. But I thought he was really, really good. And it was incredible to hear uh, an Australian, because... The thing with Australian TV commentary is it's fucking shit. Um, and they're the most one-eyed, yeah. absurd. You know, the, that Channel 9 commentary team that was once, you know, a yeah. standard bearer yeah. has descended into... Mates. Banter, mates, isn't it? Banter and... Ah, fucking useless palms. Um, but hearing Mark Taylor taken back out of that context and placed in like with some grown-ups to talk about cricket was actually wonderful. He was brilliant and I wanted him to stay. Yeah. I also thought they, they used Graham Swan very well in that as well. This is, this is only a little tiny bit, but when, when he was talking about, yeah, but it's like how, you know, this is completely pot calling kettle. I know, but, few impressions here and there that he drops in it's like not the not he can't do walking 
no, not a chance. But this is this is the time and a place on a self-indulgent podcast. Not yeah. not that. So those aside, but the stuff he was saying about about the, the grip and how he he learned in a different way to how everyone gets taught to grip the ball and your finger spinning. But all of that was really interesting. And I thought they 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 did that those bits very well. I think they always do those guys. I, don't I still I still think Scar, I still don't think anyone else in any and again I'm a bit biased because I love my cricket. Um I don't think anyone else in any sport, certainly not in this country, has nailed it the way Sky has nailed cricket broadcasting. I still think I think you can possibly argue they're not that their commentary team their commentary team isn't as completely perfectly strong as it once was, but I still think it's second to none. And New Zealand's always a good series because you get you, whoever you get, you're going to get someone good. Yeah, Dooley on this occasion, uh, first rate. But it doesn't matter. You you might get Smithy uh, on the radio. You've got Jeremy Coney, superb, isn't he? Built for it, absolutely yeah. built for it. Um, but anyway, yeah, we've, we've, we've done very little. I like this. I like that there's very little about the actual subject because this was really, we haven't got anyone to be a guest. Yeah. And we're mainly just but talking about interesting what, things. That... One thing that I wanted to ask you, because you're, you're inside cricket, why do you think no one says, I think there's someone, it doesn't happen because there aren't, you know, like I said, there, there, there aren't those lulls in the game. But if someone's spotted at a rugby or a, or a football match, no one goes, oh, loves his football. But is it because <clears throat> we love cricket, but we don't think, we think we're, we're the ones that love it. You know, us, just, just better just us, isn't it? Not everyone loves cricket. So it's almost like a pat on the back for you, for because this cool person likes cricket, and so do you. Do you I, know what I mean? I think cricket, and I think you see it a lot in, in, all, in, all, in all the new formats. I think it, part of that... Um, I think cricket has this desperate, deep-seated inferiority complex yeah. that it shouldn't have because cricket's fucking brilliant. Repeatedly, and loads of people love it. Repeatedly and consistently and in more ways than it is possible to count, cricket is amazing and infuriating and annoying and boring and rubbish, but that's why it's so great because when it isn't those things... It's just the the greatest thing man has ever achieved is cricket. And yet, those of us who know in the absolute bones of us that this is the truth are still, we're still so like embarrassingly pleased when someone, yeah, someone else, else someone, yeah. someone from a different thing likes it. Now, the, <clears throat> this is probably less true with, with the old guard. Uh, Jagger would be the only one of the of the old guard of those who love their cricket. Is Jagger stands out because like he is in a demonstrably cool industry yeah. where cricket isn't cricket is never like it's not cool like and and. There is that thing of like, so if someone from football, you know, when, when a footballer likes it, it's like the popular kid at school yeah. likes the same thing as you. So it's like 
oh, Gary Neville loves his cricket. Gary Lineker loves his cricket. Paul Scholes loves his cricket. But but yet they're like sportsmen who play the most popular winter game in this country. It, and obviously are inherently good at sport. It stands to reason lots of them played and loved cricket. Joe Hart loves his cricket, doesn't he? Yeah, Sergio Rigion <laughs> loves his cricket, doesn't he? And uh, Joe Hart falls squarely in the very good player in his day because I believe he played for Shropshire Deuces or something, didn't he? Under, oh, under definitely played at age group. <laughs> yeah. But he definitely handy player in his own right. Yeah, um, <laughs> definitely falls into that that bracket. Uh, another one of those is who falls way, way outside on this, the coolness, but who is a surprising, perhaps a more surprising handy player in his own right, is uh, golf's Colin Montgomery. Really? He loves his cricket and is by all accounts a handy player in his own right. Um, but it's it's the younger pop stars. And even this is still like cricket is powerfully uncool because it's like your man from McFly. Yeah, Ed Sheeran's. Yeah, it still doesn't, but... Um, Chris Martins. Jo- Johnny Burrell wearing white on stage because <laughs> he liked cricket, dragging <laughs> Kirsten Dunst to Lords. <laughs> yeah, lovely stuff. Um, I-, I like... What's his name? Harry Judd, is it? Yeah, the from the from drummer. Fly, yeah. Who, who he proper loves his cricket. Specifically and he's done, uh, bats, isn't it? Yeah, he's done what I like to think any one of us would do with Rockstar Millions which is to yeah. plough a huge chunk of that absurd, unspendable wealth into just getting his hands on every grey nickels bat he can. And like, if you search Harry Judd cricket bats, you'll find like there's a picture of him with all his... like He's got optimums, ultimates, power spots, diner drives, scoops of every type. It's a proper, proper collection of grey nickels bats and i like the fact that yeah totally it's what yeah it's yeah that's the thing i mean it is an iconic brand but it doesn't even matter particularly which one it could be gonna more absolutely but but if you look at those those bats you 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 look points to his badgerness he's a proper badger and he wants grey nickels bats yeah um because that's the first that's probably the first kit he had when he was playing under 11s and ever since then he's like this is or it might even be the player. His first favourite player was Mike Atherton and his bang. That's it. That's what I'm getting. Do you know, a, um, I don't know why I've just thought of this because I, I don't think I've ever seen him again. But just as we were talking about footballers, but there, there are a couple of ones I think that are quite out there. So, you know, Oggy, Steve Grizovich. Yeah. He, he's uh, dismissed Stuart Broad's dad, Chris Broad, in a, in a first-class game for... That's quite cool. ...in one of the old cup competitions. And also uh, Italy forward Christian Vieri loves his cricket yeah because of his uh, Australian Australian I think he grew up there Alan Border was his sporting hero on a thing I read and I was like what the fuck what's going on (laughs) oh I see I see what's going on here well that's a mistake they've left that in from last time that's someone else's sporting hero isn't it someone Australian not not Italian um yeah but I love loves his cricket and if, is that justification almost? If it's like, you know, if fucking he likes it and you like yeah, it, yeah, it is. You're it, as cool as he is, mate. Yeah, it is a it is a thing that there is a sense of relief and I think a little <laughs> bit pride, which I think is more understandable. That you know we like it when we find out other people love the things we love. Yeah, Espe- and and especially if they're not necessarily who you would expect. 
and so I think that you know when when famous people from in 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 the entirely non cricket world like and oh, I I think we neglected to mention that Harry Judd, a uh, handy player in his own right by all accounts, right. yeah, um, it would have been remiss of us to leave <laughs> that out. Um, presumably, if he breaks a bat as well, he looks like an absolute pro because it's. <laughs> be like 30 of them coming out for it comes out it comes out in a wardrobe there's another thing i've i've noticed from um the lunchtime chats on tms is when they have where have someone in yes it's very they call, they call that beyond the boundary they yeah. should that fit feature it should be called loves his cricket they, <laughs> loves their cricket whoever they've got on yeah perfect T- tms have fucked it there um i, I always think there's, wrong. there's always something where the, they're, they're talking to someone about their experiences with cricket. And there's a thing, I remember uh, Roy Hodgson, and he's like, oh, I played a bit of school with no great skill on my head. And he's like... <laughs> so not a handy player in his own right. He's too busy but that's with me, Do you know what they, they always say? <laughs> but they say like, oh no, I was, uh, people love to say they're rubbish. When I bet, they, I bet they're not. I bet yeah. if, they're, if, they're, if, if he, he, I know he wasn't, he, his managerial career has outshone his playing career but if he was yeah. playing professional and semi-professional football he would have there's, and there's and, and i think that the oh i can't remember his name the, the the welsh rugby player who's just died bennett the the, the one who scored that try for the barbarians the, the, the great the try of the century i was li- just listening to a th- uh, thing uh about about his life because he was the bollocks as well what a fella he was what what a fella he was in his day by the way what a fella he was by the way and uh uh, he was talking about That's all, all... another episode we'll have to come on to is <laughs> when it's a former cricketer who they're spotted yeah. and you still get the chortle. Yeah. <laughs> what a bowler he was in his day, though. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to be you wouldn't want to be facing him in these conditions. Mm. Uh, yeah, but but <laughs> I don't know why I did that. But uh, Phil enjoyed Bennett enjoyed this pitch, wouldn't he? Yeah, we've oh, done that. Ep- we've, have we done that episode? We might have already done it. It, 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 it made some runs with these new modern bats. Cool. Oh. He, he used to hit oh. him. He, wouldn't he have been? What would what would he have fetched in a T Twenty auction? Oh, um, yeah. There, there was a thing about um, Phil Bennett and a couple of the other people. Let's say international rugby players for Wales, and they all used to play for their in the in the summer. They would play for their village team, and they, this is like there was someone saying, "Oh, he was he was an okay batsman, but he was so good in the field." It's like, yeah, of course he was, yeah, because he's good at catching and throwing stuff, yeah. You know, in another sport, so of course he's going to be all right. And maybe, maybe you know, he didn't justify himself to me, but it's just smart to say, you know, Phil Bennett scored scored that hat trick in the Grand Slam a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, play cricket with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think it was quite it's cool. obvious from that that we don't love our rugby, wasn't that, it? That is true. Don't we don't love our rugby, but we don't. We 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 don't. It's fine. You're you're allowed to not like things. And yeah. you're allowed to like things that other people don't like. I think it's very uncool to be, to shit on people for liking yeah. stuff, unless I'm it's tough. Formula One or golf. Yeah, I was losing <laughs> you then. I thought I lost you, but no, he's back. He's back. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I really annoyed someone who loves Formula One at work. Uh, they were talking about. We just gone to the pub at lunchtime, and they were talking about what if if money wasn't an issue, what um, car would you have? And they were talking about their Aston Martins. Your Aston Martins, your Maseratis, <laughs> this world. And what, what a car that was, by the way. <laughs> what, what? Whew, you, you want him on these modern roads. I tell you what, I, that's, that's just, it's, it's the, like, loves his cricket. It's like, that's a, a lovely thing to say about someone, but loves his cars. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. immediately thinking kind of register. Yeah, there's um. So they were saying about all these 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 like million dollar cars that they were they wanted or whatever, and I said I wanted the I think Fiat Punto for Italian ninety with the football caps with uh, chow on the side the green yeah. and they one one lad was furious he said, oh you're just taking a piss I said no I, I care far, that little about cars but that car is exceptional and I will have that and I won't drive it but I will have it as a thing as a piece I don't care what car I've got as long as it works I don't look after them I get them serviced and MOT'd and taxed and but insured. I don't you know I, mean? <laughs> I, I don't and insured I don't, I'm not out there I'm not out there you know cleaning them at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning I'm walking back from the afters do you know what I mean You've got a Kia because they sponsor, sponsor. the Oval and you love yeah. your cricket. That's exactly that. That's all it needs. Um, but you, just to come back to the thing you said about Roy Hodgson, oh, there's no great skill I might add. It, it's that thing of the least trustworthy sentence I think anyone can say is, oh, I played a bit of cricket. Oh, because you're one end or the other, aren't you? Because I, I think there's a bit in Rain Men, isn't there, by Marcus Burtman, the still my favourite book about cricket, I think, um, where he says that anyone who you who says that uh, will either bowl eight wides and over or has recently bowled out a state second eleven in Australia. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it is because you don't want to you don't want to be uh, too cocky and go in and say no yeah i did all this because you look I like am a, a, i am the best i will be the best here so sorry about that but also yeah you, you don't want to go in and say i don't even know what end to hold i love the game but i'm never played before but i, I know you won't give me a go if i come in and you know yeah. put the box on my on my face like an oxygen mask you're not going to let me play unless you've got uh, some sort of sexual piccadillo <laughs> Loves his sexual Loves his sexual, plays the Piccadillo very well apparently <laughs> what a Piccadillo player he was in his day by the way <laughs> anyway uh, I, I feel like we've not remotely covered the subject no we haven't and it's probably. easily uh, probably our longest easily and probably our longest episode we've done yeah. <laughs> that's because loads of stuff's happened though loads of stuff's yeah. happened um, better when there's someone else on isn't it yeah We'll get someone else on next next time yeah, again. We will. And also, ap- apologies again. I know I know a couple of uh, people are very kindly saying they would like more of these, but um, I've damaged my knee, so I've been a bit shit for a, for a month because because uh, I fell over on my holidays um, out for the season. So that's good. Um, sympathy, thanks. Um, one other thing that I wanted to say, and it's nothing to do with anything that we're talking about, but. I'm really enjoying the shorter format shirts in the county game this this season. <laughs> There's some absolute stonkers. I noticed it. I, like, I see one. You go, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. But it was during the Surrey Middlesex game. Both both good, both good shirts. The Lancashire Lightning's got almost a '90s Umbro Spurs Napoli rhombus pattern to it, which is cool. And uh, I hated the bears that the swipes, like the bear claw things, mm. but they've done them really well this year. So yeah, well done to everyone involved in that. So <laughs> lovely Chevron on the Glamorgans as well. Is there? Yeah, top top class. Yeah, and it's not all. It could also very easily just go off. Oh, people like football shirts at the moment. Let's make it look like eighties football shirts. Some of them do. 
and they've done it very well, is what I'm saying. Cheers. Got anything else? Um, no. No, me neither. I think we've covered everything. It- oh, there isn't. There's one thing really important that... Um, sorry, and I'm sorry, everyone, that I've, I've sort of done this as an afterthought. That's really bad that I've left it this long. But during the uh, ODI series against the Netherlands, we did almost go back to a dark day in uh, in cricket fan history with the return of the beer cup snake. Oh, the beer snake reared its ugly, drippy, stinky, slivery. On, on that Friday, was it Friday, head. the first one? Yeah. It's red hot, no shade. You couldn't buy water without queuing up for a token, so all the lads were going and... <laughs> We've had too much enough. We're going and resting underneath the temple stands. <laughs> someone, someone was poor person. It was like one of the ground staff, I think, was just going around kicking their feet to make sure they hadn't passed over. Fucking <laughs> not horrible. But um, yeah, that I know. Like the the environmental side of it of the reusable cups, it's now commonplace to stop that, which is good. But I just still it still baffles me that grown. And it, uh, and it, is, it it's doesn't dudes. baffle you though, does it's it? Grown men fucking loved it, and they, and they. But it's like I don't under what was going on at the time as well. Like there's so much. It's the ball was fucking going all over the place. Records tumbling potentially, and you're busy picking up rubbish to make long rubbish with it. I just I I don't get it, and hopefully yeah. we never see it again because. I've had it before. It never happened to me, but I've seen it happen when one breaks and all the dribble just goes yeah, down someone's back. That is, yeah, and that could, that could have been in there in the sun with spit and cigarette ends and ash and all sorts of that just going down someone's especially back. In these days, especially in COVID, mate. These times, COVID secure. Loves his beer snakes. Loves his beer. That that is very 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 good if someone walks past who you don't want to say he's a he's an asshole he is i nearly yeah. said the word i'd have to beep out then yeah he's just say oh do you know do you know tony from work yeah loves his cricket but also loves his beer snakes, beer snakes. Right? yeah i know exactly who you mean <laughs> does he play the truck yeah i thought he did yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've actually then therefore managed to come up with an ending that almost ties that yeah together oh so good job like i forgot that proper See you later. Nearly said broadcasters <laughs> there, and you had to pull, just had to drag that back. It's, it's episode five. We're not, you are. You're, you're allowed. I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, thanks for listening. Make sure. Oh, got a little favor as producer. If you do listen to this and you do like it, please go on your, your on your Spotify's, your iTunes, your, your Google uh, podcast thing, and just give us five stars. If you don't like it, don't bother. Don't listen. Fair enough. Whatever. But feel free to give us a review. It Anyone does... who's still listening now is going to yeah. give you five stars. This yeah, absolutely. Give up. us give us five stars. It does. It. I don't fucking know how the algorithm works, but the more five stars you get, the more you get uh, recommended to people who like other similar stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we'd appreciate that very much if you could do so that. You could all just go on and put Lo- Loves His Cricket Podcasts <laughs> or something hilarious <laughs> like that. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, we'd probably then get pulled up for spam reviews and don't do that that might be a terrible idea yeah just just the five stars 
Just the five stars. Uh, that's no, that's that's <laughs> not even so that's in joke. That is the right. most in joke we've ever done. I'll explain that on our next edition of, <laughs> of Ahead of the Eight Ball, sponsored by Caliber with Lime. <laughs> Excuse me. Right, that is enough. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, cheers. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. All right. Thank you.